0: Hello and welcome to this episode of the Case in Point podcast. We are moving in a new direction. We are starting again. Uh, first off, uh, I would like to thank Jacob Delang for creating some awesome artwork. If you want your own custom artwork done, make sure to check him out. I will leave... His contact information in the description. And also a special thank you to Zacharion Miller for the awesome intro music. Uh, so with that, we will move on. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, I am moving a new direction with the podcast. We are moving to self-improvement slash... Motivation slash combating the spirit of the age in this new direction. Uh, it is going to be if it's going to have a lot more of a Christian base, and even if you aren't Christian, um, it should be pretty helpful. So please in. Please join me as we're moving forward, um, improving ourselves. So, let's jump right into it. Um, first off, I'm going to quote the Bible, uh, 2 Timothy 1, 7. For God hath given us not the spirit of fear, but the spirit of power, love and sound mind mind. What is this what is this pointing at? Well we we shouldn't be scared. We shouldn't live in fear. We shouldn't live with anxiety um or some form of depression or we, we shouldn't live in that state. He did not make us to live in in a fearful state. So, we're going to walk through how to get through that by yourself. Um, First off, I am not a psychologist or therapist. I am just a young man trying to improve myself, and these are things that I have found to help me. And hopefully, they'll help you. Um, but if you do need help, uh, make sure to reach out to a physician or a therapist or some psychologist. Uh, but I am not that. I am just a podcaster. With that out of the way, let's go step one um, to self-improvement to make yourself not scared. First, identify something that you're fearful of. Um, For many years, I was scared of being alone. That was something I really feared. Um, (coughs) Excuse me. The fear of being alone is very common. Um, During that time, I did not know that I was even scared of being alone. It wasn't something that I had identified was an issue Um, and there may be something in your life that you're fearful of but you don't even know what it is so it's important to take some time out of your day at least I would say two times a week to sit down by yourself and think what are the things I'm scared of write them down pull out a journal. Even just a notebook. Write them down. Um, and those can be fearful of being alone, fearful of abandonment, of losing your job, of losing a relationship. Um, fear comes in many different ways. Some people have fears like spiders. Just whatever you're, whatever you're afraid of. Write it down. So first you have to identify what it is. Um, so with me, I'm going to use the example of being alone. Because that was my biggest fear for a long time. And it controlled me. Then, after you identify what you are fearful of identify why why am I scared of that thing so for example I'm scared of being alone I was scared of being alone well why Why am I scared of being alone well that's because loneliness is dark loneliness is lonely um. and it's not being able to communicate I care that my voice is heard and if there's no one to hear my voice then that's terrifying to me because then my existence is meaningless if I can't speak um So there's my identification of why I was scared of being alone. Um, And the current fear is meaning. I'm scared of not being impactful, of not improving myself or the world around me. And why? Well, same reasoning. I want my voice to be heard. I want to make a difference. But most of all, I want to follow God, and I fear falling short of that. So that's that's the reason why. So identify the reason why. It's a very important question that you should ask yourself often, is why. We will We will likely go into that many more times during this podcast. Um... So now that you've identified why, now how are we gonna change it? Because you do not need to live in that fear. It does not need to, no matter how small it is, it does not need to impact your life. Wouldn't it be better to get rid of it? So you've identified why. So here let's go with the loneliness. I want my voice to be heard. I'm scared of not making a difference. I'm scared of dying and nobody caring. Well, now let's look at how how we're gonna solve that issue. So the way that I solved it was, um, <laughs> I was alone <laughs> in a room, very far from my home, and. I was crying and then I thought you know this is kind of dumb that I'm alone in a room crying so let's not and I prayed and I felt God's presence and heard his voice and then I knew I wasn't alone now it doesn't have to be that extreme. Um, I could have just said, you know what? And I kind of did. I kind of went, you know what? I will be heard, even if I'm not alone. There's, even if I am alone, I can, I can go out. Um, and I can talk to people. And each person that I talk to. I can try and make a difference in their life. Even if it's just small, even if I just make them smile, even if I can just crack a funny comment and they're slightly happier. You know what? That's my voice being heard. In that moment, I won't be alone. And so I focused on that. And so every interaction I have with people, I try to make them smile and I go, you know what? Right here, right now, I'm not alone. You can do that similar thing. Let's say that you have um, a fear of spiders. So instead of um, being scared that your voice isn't going to be heard, you're scared of this little spider. So you're going to look at that spider or imagine the spider. And so how, how are you going to overcome that fear? Well, why am I scared of the spider? Let's, let's think about that. Think about it logically. Why, why is this spider scary? could be um a nightmare that you had when you were younger of a giant spider uh which would be terrifying or you could be scared of its venom biting you you could you could hate the idea of it biting you of its teeth sinking into you um which is a fair fear it makes sense um so what is What does overcoming that look like? Well, first off, um, put yourself in a position that you can be safe around a spider. Put it in a cage or something. Have someone else put it in a cage if you need it to. If you need them to. Um, And when it's behind that cage or behind that something, look at it and go, you know what? This is this is just a little spider. Um There's there's no reason to be scared. It's in its glass container or its plastic container and there's there's no reason to be scared anymore because it can't get out and it's behind that thing. <coughs> Every time that you see a spider, don't go catch it with your hands, but just stare at it and go, you know, that thing's not chasing me. It's not attacking me. Rationalize with yourself. It takes courage for sure. But you have to be scared before you can be courageous. So, you have to put yourself in a situation where you're able to be fearful and overcome that fear to have courage. Otherwise, you're, it's not real courage. It's just a facade or... Um, I mean, you don't have to c- overcome that anything. It wasn't a trial that you had to overcome. So putting yourself in a situation where you can overcome that trial is going to help you overcome that fear. So you we're now overcoming the fear. That's a really good first step. So now let's move to how you can make yourself better. Now, what do I mean by that? Well, um, find some characteristics about yourself. First, find characteristics that you like about yourself. For example, I like my ability to articulate. Um, I like my ability to talk to people, and they understand me. These are two attributes, characteristics that I have. That I'm already somewhat successful at, and I like. I want to keep them. So how am I going? Now, next, I'm going to try and improve them. So I'm going to put myself in more situations where I have to articulate myself. I'm going to study a little bit. Um, I just use YouTube, honestly. Um, I listen to people who are articulate. I listen to people who are able to explain what's going on in their brain very adequately. Um, And I listen to other people who have a wide vocabulary because a wide vocabulary helps be articulate. Uh, The other one, I like my ability to just be able to go up to people and talk to them. So my lack of... um, social anxiety, and that's something I really did have to work on. I I used to be very socially anxious. I didn't want to talk to people who I didn't know, which is very normal for people. Um, Very, very normal, especially at a young age. Uh, It gets better over time when you get older, but especially when you're under the age of 30, it's kind of difficult to go talk to people. Well, when I was in a circumstance in which I could talk to someone, I made myself. So, and I understand that it could be seriously a, a big problem, but just ask something small. Ask for what time it is. Um, look at somebody and ask them for the time. Start off with people you know. Um, that's the easiest thing to do is start off with uh, friends and family. Um, possibly friends on the outside of your friend group so not necessarily right on the inside but like on the edge of your friend group start talking to them put yourself in social situations with those people where you can talk um, people you're a little more comfortable around but s- still a little uncomfortable then you would um, start to go people that you've met before but you don't really know and talk to them push that comfort level a little bit then eventually to people you don't know that comfort level Um, and this could take years but the the effort even in the back of your mind every time that you think oh this person's being bothered by me or I don't want to I don't want to speak out I don't want to speak up I don't want to be involved every time that one of those doubts or fears or bad thoughts come into your mind counteract them say no I I can do it it's it's not that big of a deal also you can think about when the last time somebody just came and talked to you did you think it was that big of a deal did you think that somebody asking you for a time for what time it was was super inconvenient no well this person's not is going to think very similar to you in that aspect Um, so you've figured out your characteristics that you like about yourself and that you want to improve on now we'll find characteristics that you like you don't have and you want them (coughs) for example uh currently a characteristic of mine that i want and don't have and it's literally just a any characteristic is um I'm currently working on not being lazy or procrastinating, um, and so how am I going to fix it? So I wrote I, r- I wrote down a list of things that I don't have and I want. So I already looked at the ones that I have and I want more of, and now I'm looking at the ones I don't have and I want. So then I'm going to write down four or five of those, and I'm going to each time that a situation occurs that I can I'm going to push myself to and I'll start off small so um, laziness right so first thing I started doing was I wanted to um, well first off how what's the opposite of lazy being active so I got a gym membership and I made myself go to the gym and at first I made myself go to the gym with my brother so my brother was already going to the gym, and I made myself go with him um, when he was going. And that made it easier because I had someone to go with. And then something like that where you can uh, use somebody to help you and not inconvenience them. So in this case, my brother's already going to the gym. It's not inconvenient if I go with him. Um going with him and then eventually I'm going to start going by myself. I did it just the other day. I went yesterday completely by myself. I didn't have my brother and I went, you know what? I'm going to do this because I don't want to be lazy. Um, And when I wake up in the morning to either work out or go to work, I make myself just get up, out of bed and go to work. Um, I don't sit there and toss anymore and that's I think entirely because I made myself go to the gym. Um once you start building that motivation, um making yourself do it anyway, even you even when you have a lack of motivation, making yourself go do that thing anyway is will help each circumstance. So because I chose to make myself just go to the gym anyway, even though I didn't really want to. I can now make myself get out of bed even though I don't want to. So, now we have the things that we um things that we want, things that we want and have, things that we don't have and want, now the things that we don't want and have. And this one's one of the hardest ones. So, my self-evaluation. What is something that what is a characteristic that I have that is a negative characteristic and I don't want? Um, In this case, I really don't like my – I get really – I don't know if anxious is the right word. I get really angry um, at myself when there's a, a timeline. I get really frustrated. And at the end of that timeline, usually I've procrastinated it enough. And I get really angry at myself, and I kind of go into this downward spiral in calling myself an idiot, saying, Cason, you're so stupid, you're so dumb, why'd you do that? If you could have just figured it out earlier, if you would have just done it, if you would have gotten off your butt, well, those aren't really helpful comments, are they? Because they're keeping me distracted from doing what I need to do. So that's a characteristic I don't like about myself, is I'm very self-defeatist. I'm a a big self-defeatist. I'm very good at defeating... And yelling at myself, telling myself I'm a failure. And that's not very helpful. So um, that's a criticism of myself. And it's important to make those criticisms of yourself. And I honestly try to do it daily. Um, Sometimes more than just daily. So each interaction that I have with someone, I kind of think about what was something I could have done better. What is something that I did well? and I distinguish the two, and if there's something I could have done better, which there almost always is, then I will try and make that difference. And even just recognizing that there was something you could do, do better after each interaction, um, each long conversation. Um, if you can just acknowledge that you did something wrong, the likeliness of you doing that thing wrong again gets lower and lower each time you recognize it. But the thing that you did good... Um, if you recognize it, then the likeliness of you doing it again is higher. And that's something you want to keep. So, for example, um, in this recording so far, I have used a lot of ums. <laughs> and I don't like that. I'm going to stop using um. I recognize right here, right now, that during this podcast recording, I used a lot of ums. And I'm not going to defeat myself over it, I'm not going to beat myself up over it, but instead I'm just going to recognize that I have used a lot of ums and I'm going to try to take them out. Uh, maybe just pause instead. So something even just small like that where I'm having this interaction with between me and the camera, me and the microphone, me and you, and I recognize that I have this problem and I'm going to just just acknowledging it will help. <coughs> Something good is I'm able to keep talking, (laughs) which I thought was going to be a lot more difficult. Um, So I'm going to reward myself for being able to articulate the things that I did good. So my small reward is just acknowledging that I'm articulating myself pretty well. I think you can leave your thoughts in the comment or thoughts in the comments. Yeah, I said that right. Um, So making sure to evaluate each interaction with yourself is can be very useful. Um and then at the end of the day kind of re- re-evaluate, remember the things that you did good and the things that you did bad and don't beat yourself up over the things that you did bad and don't over reward yourself with the things that did that you did good. Just an acknowledgement, a small little, yep, I did this wrong and that's okay. Just forgive yourself that fast. Um that will help a lot so hopefully that those those three steps acknowledging what you have and you want more of acknowledging what you don't have and you want more of and acknowledging what you have and you don't want more of you want less um oop, there it was again i did the um Next, I'm gonna go into falling into the spirit of the age, because this is this is something that I really have struggled with. Uh the, the biggest thing that I have seen myself fall into is being upset about certain politics or being caught up in worldly things and not enough on my um, I don't know if you want to call it emotional but I call it spiritual um, spiritual health and again even if you're not Christian you can have an acknowledgement that there's um, things that make you happy and there are things that make you feel good um, feel well so for example um, an ice cream cone makes me feel happy i like the taste of an ice cream cone but it's not going to carry on very long um, as soon as i'm done with the ice cream cone i'm not going to think about it very long but spending time in the mountains with my uncle and my dad and my family That is something that is spiritually good for me. I'm going to remember that forever. I grew a lot. I had a lot of emotional moments, both happy and sad, hunting for elk in the mountains. And that is a good spiritual charge and experience. So what are the things that are going to make you feel good on a spiritual level? Well, speaking with your friends and family, those who you care about. Um... Honestly, some form of, (coughs) excuse me, some form of meditation. Um, I personally use prayer, but even just meditating for um, 8 to 13 minutes a day is very useful. That's a quote for, that's a um, advice that I heard from Andrew Huberman. Check out his podcast if you want uh it's huberman labs i have no connection to him don't even know him uh, on a personal level but very good podcaster very good um useful source so being able to identify the things that you're falling into that don't really matter on a small scale um i mean big big scale stuff matters but bring it down to you and those who you care about. One of the most spiritually uplifting things that I have ever done is help people. So get out of my own greed. Uh, I really like to play Magic the Gathering. Not sponsored. Uh, would re- I really enjoy playing it with my friends. Um, but something that I have learned I enjoy more is... If there's someone who can't pay for a card tournament being able to provide that payment being able to provide that service because I know that this person wants to play and doesn't have the capability of playing so I know how much fun I have playing it but I have more fulfillment more enjoyment more spiritual nourishment for helping someone else Um it, it's just the most rewarding thing I have ever felt. Being able to, I'm I'm a CNA, um, work in the medical field, and being able to help the elderly, especially those with dementia, being able to make them smile just once a day. I have that goal. I have the goal of making at least each of them at least one time every day just smile because they're in a world of confusion, a world of not knowing, um, and often a fear a a world of loneliness where they they feel alone. And just giving them that ability to smile and to be happy is super fulfilling. It just, I mean, there's no way other to explain it. It just makes you feel on top of the world um you you just can't help but have a smile on your face when you're in service to your fellow man uh so putting yourself in in a place of service and i think it's especially important for men to do so uh i i think that is a defining factor of of masculinity is a life of servitude serving your family serving your country serving your friends being able to help them um, help serve your community being able to help them through things is amazing and makes a good leader so if you think about when you're leading some something truthfully you're in servitude to it so if I'm going to lead my family what that means is I'm going to serve them I'm going to make sure that my future wife um, is taken care of, that her needs are met, that my future children are taken care of, and their needs are met, and I'm going to make sure that that happens. Uh, my community, I need to make sure that I serve them, I take care of them, I make sure that the community is has its needs taken care of. If I see a flaw in the community, then I need to, even something small, even if it's um, Trash on the ground. I see that there's, I'll pick it up. I'll throw it in the trash. And that's serving your community. Just that small thing. Or going to, uh, community meetings, school board meetings, or, uh, town or city council, or something like that. Just going in. And you don't even have to ne- necessarily say anything, but just hear them. Know what's happening in, com- in your community. Get involved with a, um, soup kitchen or uh, a free or a food pantry um get involved with helping the needy in your community i not like this isn't a something that i want that i'm trying to promote myself or make myself feel better about um but something i do is i carry coats extra coats in the back seat of my car and if i see someone outside during the cold or the winter i will give it to them because I'd, I'd go to the thrift store and pay two dollars for a coat it costs me two bucks and that's almost nothing especially if you count for inflation um and it's it's not that big of a deal like it's it's something really small two dollars for a coat and if i see someone cold i give it to i, I give me them a coat because that's something that they need that's a small service that i can do I'm not even necessarily saying go get a coat. If you live in somewhere hot, go get yourself, go get some, go get some water. Put it in the back of your car. And if you see someone who needs water, give them water. Um, something. See someone who's outside in the sun may need some sunscreen. Give them some sun, sunscreen. I don't know. Something useful. Just smile at them. That helps. Make them make them smile. Make them happy. That will feed you spiritually. And that will keep you out of the spirit of the age. Serving your fellow man. I think I think I like this episode. Um Oop, oh, there it was. The um I'll call myself out on it now a lot and you guys get to bear through it with me. Thank you so much for watching. This has been my case in point.